nerds. This is the Pretty Nerds podcast. Let's get into it. Now point your fingers up to the sky and pop through your nose way up high. Spin and dip and jump and gurgle and finish it off with a laugh and snort. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl Nay. And how's everything been going? Pretty good. It's been a while since we potted, so lots of things going on in the world. <laughs> what about on your end? Uh, everything is good. Just tired, but it's good. Um, just came back from vacation, so I can't complain too much. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is so different vacation with a baby. I'm like, ooh, if I want to do this again. Girl. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> well, hopefully, you know, when you go on girls trip, it'll it'll make up for having a vacation with baby. <laughs> Anywho. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into the hot topics for this week. We can start with some quick hitters because these are a little bit old. But essentially, Derek Chauvin was convicted of murdering George Floyd. He has filed an appeal and he's seeking a new trial. Also, Bill and Melinda Gates, they announced after 27 years that they are divorcing. And the interesting part about that, honestly, I think most of us really didn't give a shit um, because, you know, there's billionaires and billionaire business. But the interesting part about it is, is that apparently Melinda has been wanting to or inquiring about divorce for the past two years when she learned about Bill's connection to Jake. Uh, what is it? Was it Jake Epstein? John, what the fuck was that guy's yeah, first name? Uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Epstein. So, uh, yeah. you know, it sounds kind of icky, man. Yeah. Yeah. But you know. Ah. I didn't even know about that part though. That was like an enlightenment to me because I literally was like, oh, they can divorce and move on. Because, like you said, this being in their business. Right. But that was the only part that stood out to me. I was like, oh, but you know what? We always say you can't become a billionaire without do- being nasty. So I'm just saying. Mm. No I got questions, Bill. Mm. Listen, private Adley. <laughs> And not to put out there that everybody won, because it was a luxurious private island. It probably held a lot of the business would be like, um, your wife probably know you made too many damn trips with him. Right. Exactly. Outside of that, let me see another quick hitter that I have that's not recent. Um, Janet Mock, she's one of the writers and directors on Pose at the Pose season three final season premiere party she had a complete and utter meltdown on stage she was talking about hollywood and hollywood's disrespect towards um trans women transgender folks in general she was talking about how she wasn't respected as a trans woman as a black woman um, because of how she's not being paid as much as the other white writers on the show Um, and then she went on a complete like I don't know why and decided to embarrass her boyfriend who Poppy as we know him went on a complete rant about how she cheated on him 
with uh, um, somebody in production on this girl, a complete and utter hot mess. Nonetheless, I mean, points were made in terms of Hollywood and its treatment of women, black women in particular, when it comes to pay and not paying them equal um, parts to their counterparts, to their men writers, men directors, men actors, etc. I mean, we can go on for days, but outside of that, eesh, a mess. <laughs> um, get drunk and just do this right now and be like girl don't <laughs> exactly it was not the it was not the space <laughs> but I guess I get where she was coming from I guess when you're frustrated as a woman shit you feel undervalued sometimes you rant I guess mm. Also, quick hitter, the young lady from the God's Plan video that Drake sponsored her education, she just announced that she just got her master's. So congratulations to her. Put that money to work and did what needed to be done, honey. I still love that video. Like I was tearing up just watching the little clips that they had on the blog. I was like, oh, I just remember that video and I just cried. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, love to see it. Love to see it. All right. So let's get into some of the more recent things that have kind of popped up. Tristan Thompson, Khloe Kardashian going through it again. Tristan is being accused of cheating once again. <laughs> I mean, at this point, are we surprised? I'm not. Like, I don't know. It's it's just interesting that like she gets on here and was like no one's gonna block my you know positive energy it's like girl just say that that man's stressing you out and move line nobody trying to block your positive energy but him send him a text message shit basically and you can't get mad like i i don't like how people like even in the blogs her get mad at girls that are coming forward you can't get mad at that you're gonna always have opportunists clout chasers whatever they're always going to be out there that's your man sweetheart he that's the one man. you should be mad at right and he got a type and i don't care what nobody said he got a type it ain't not you listen <laughs> listen Whew. i didn't want to say nothing but all i'm saying is all the <laughs> girls he cheat with show do look similar listen all of them <laughs> so what's the over or under on those two you think they're going to actually go through with the surrogacy and get back together or stay together oh interesting yeah i mean i definitely think she's gonna stay with him i think she's in it for the long haul because she is looking for she want a ring and she want one from him and yeah, be like, boo boo, just do what your sister Courtney did. Just get all your kids by one man and roll on that. It ain't gonna work. Like, you literally trying to push him to be something that he's not. And he's showing you time and time again. He even willing not only to cheat, but embarrass the fuck out of you. Right. Like, that's my, that's, that's my thing with them. That's why I think that her, her issue is, is that besides the she uh-huh. didn't talk so much shit. That she gonna feel embarrassed about it. You know, she's embarrassed by the situation. So she don't want to look like a... I think that if you think about it, both of her sister 
well, all of her sisters who have babies is all by the same dude or who have multiple babies is by the same dude. And I think that she feel like that's why she got to stay with him. I, I don't I feel like with Courtney, it, like even by I want to did it with Scott, it was kind of, we kind of knew what it was like. Yeah. She just want to have more kids and she want them to have them all by the same dude. And I mean, you kind of knew that their relationship wasn't going to work. And they didn't try to fake the funk like, oh, we're trying to make it to the altar and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I guess she got the kids and be like, I don't want no more or whatever. And move the fuck on. I don't know. It's just to me. And maybe put a bad taste in my mouth, like with the whole Jordan scandal thing, saying that Tristan kissed her. And I'm like, he, it's just not worth it. And be right. like, he's not just giving you the respect of when you coming up on your due date. To even be like, you know what, let me chill out. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, that man is is a cheater of all cheetahs because all he do is cheat, cheat, <laughs> and mo cheat. So if he go, if if a girl pull up and be like, let me let me see what's good, he gonna go for it. He's showing everybody. A mess. Speaking of mess, obviously, everybody has seen this whole thing with Portia from Real Housewives of Atlanta. So she has popped out with a big old rock engagement ring from some guy named Simon, who apparently used to be married to a young lady by the name of Fallon, who was also on Housewives, I guess. I don't know. I don't watch Housewives, so I'm not too up on it other other than outside of what has been said in the blogs. But apparently the girl was brought on the show as Portia's friend. And so now that her and Simon do just announce their divorce or getting divorced in the process, I don't know, whatever. Nonetheless, he, he with Portia now. and. They apparently, after one month, according to her, one month of dating, they get married. So, what are your thoughts on the whole so, thing? Again, when I say, oh, fool, and I, it's certain, like, I just want to put it out there. Like, you know, people like, oh, it's for a storyline. I don't even agree with the situation for a storyline because Black women are already viewed so negatively in the media. I just think it's another way, you know, if you want to spice up a show, do it another way, but not that way. Anywho, I know Portia was like, me and Fallon are not friends, blah, blah, Sweetie, you, if you sit at her house at one point, I just feel like, no. Like, you ain't got to be bestie buds. You ain't got to call every day. The fact that you know her like that, that she felt comfortable enough with inviting you into her home. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's just something that I couldn't, I couldn't do. Like, it's shicey as fuck. And it makes her look desperate. I'm like, a girl, a month? One month? Right. Come on, man. Like, come on. And you can't be that, like, they show where he worth $40 million. I'm like, Portia's not broke by far. So I don't like spending my own money either, but damn, not for that. To keep a coin, I'm like, she's not broke. I'm like, this girl is on a syndicated radio show. She's not broke. Right. So I, I don't even, I can't say that it's for the bag, even though they were saying that she got like three deals in the work with Bravo. I mean, that father's like, 
I don't understand why. I don't get the whole situation at all. Um, I think to me, Tammy Roman kind of explained it the best when she kind of went on the whole behind the scenes of reality TV. And she was like, um, when Portia said that they may not be friends, she said sometimes in reality TV, she said it, when they want to introduce a new girl, they have they do it through somebody that the audience already knows. But she says that she said that when you're on the show or when you volunteer to be that person to intro the new girl, y'all end up forming, you know, a relationship yeah. or a bond because y'all have, you know what I'm saying? Y'all forced to yeah. spend time together as friends, whether it's for the show or not. So my thing is, like you said, if I'm up in your house, eating your food around your man, swimming in your pool, like, uh, the optics just don't sit right with me at all. Yeah. And that's my whole point. Like, I saw Tammy's, like, um, I guess her, I, don't, I guess live, I want to say, or her radio show. And, I mean, I agree. You know, she was, and she is a girlfriend's role. So, she doesn't play, like, she doesn't have a peach. So, she's definitely a girlfriend role. But it's like, it's still it's still just no and i don't mean no home that man ugly as hell listen listen i don't know like you said maybe it's the bag i don't but but it's a little bag i'm like i mean i ain't got 40 million dollars but if i'm gonna go out like that and i get coins and coin study coming in it can't be for 40 million you're gonna have to put a zero on it listen like (laughs) like I'm pretty sure she ain't like I said she's not hard up um for money and I don't know if you saw it but it was like another girl that just recently came out that was like oh I met him on March 30th Hello. Oh. Um, March 30th man we just in May right <laughs> and they said they've been dating for a month so when did this month start right Cause I'm confused. <laughs> What's a month for y'all? <laughs> Is it the thirty whole days, or how, what are you counting? Are we coming up on a month? Just help me understand. Mm. And then just, when Portia was like, "We didn't get the same ring," I'm like, "They look similar than a motherfucker, though." Right? That would be another. That was another thing that got me. I was like, "I'd be damned if I said like, even if she said it ain't the same ring, I'm with you. It looked too damn similar for me." Like, what the fuck do you got? Like a wife ring? Be like, everybody gonna get the same ring. Listen, just give it to me and whatever cut that is, and we're gonna go ahead and call it a day from here. Be like, it might not be the same one, but it's the exact same as far as the design. Right? No okay, originality, no nothing. personality to it, nothing. And then you know, people are like, well, I want to have Porsche around my man either, and blah 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 blah. I'm like the Fallon girl. She is gorgeous. Like not taking nothing from Portia. Portia, I think is gorgeous as well. But I'm like, y'all act like this girl was a troll under the bridge or something. Right? <laughs> she ain't an ugly girl. Not by far. So I don't know. Whole situation messy. Just messy, messy, messy. Hell. And then I just, oh, I just hate that Kenya Moore had to put her input in. I'm like, girl, be quiet. Shit. You knew she, but you knew she was gonna say something. <laughs> I <can't> stay <stand> her. 
whole mess. All right. So outside of that, did we have anything else? Any other hot topics? No, nothing else for me. Oh, I got one more. And this is just podcast world. I don't know if you saw the little thing floating around about Joe Button's podcast and how it is officially coming to an end because he fired his two co-hosts. I don't know if you saw, because you follow the neighborhood talk, right? Did you mm-hmm. see, did you listen to the, like, that leaked audio? The way he was talking to his supposed friends? I did. Like, I missed it, but I wouldn't put it past them. Girl, let me tell you some shit. <laughs> if any person, grown person, spoke to me like that, bitch, y'all would have to come bail me out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're not gonna do this. <laughs> uh, I see why Rory was sitting up on the show every day talking about well, we could fight. <laughs> we could <laughs> Let's take it out on the outside. But I I mean I didn't expect anything fucking less from him to be honest. I'm I he irks me to like no fucking end. No end. That he continues to get despite the all of the allegations of abuse that he um that he has faced, that he continues to get chances and passes after pass. But it's crazy now though that I mean, it's not crazy because it's the word that we live in. Now when it's like, oh, abusive language against men, like, bro, he actually hit a woman and it's like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Exactly. But because of abusive language, then, oh, it's coming to an end. But like, first body shit should have been coming to an end. But what else? Right. Nonetheless, um, I guess we'll see where his co-hosts land if they land anywhere he talking about if they do another pod he gonna sue them i don't know a whole mess girl i just don't know what type i'm like what type of friendship did y'all have because you couldn't be a friend of mine sir nonetheless that is all the hot topics that we have this week so let's go ahead and jump into the relationship portion of the show you want me to start or yeah, you start since it kind of ties into the Porsche situation. Okay. So my question is, I've seen a lot of, mm, I would say, discussions um, on Facebook about the whole dynamic of not having a man around your, or having a woman around your significant other. Um, so my question is, I guess, would you allow your friends to be around your significant other? I don't know if allow I guess allow. Okay. So my response to that is, yeah. I mean, I ain't insecure like that. And I just feel like if if you're my significant other, you're my life partner, we didn't chose each other, we married, whatever, whatever the terms are at that point. If we in a relationship, we go together, goddammit, then I should be able to trust you to be around any friend that I got that's a real friend. And if I can't, well then shit, we wasn't, we not supposed to be together. There ain't no skin off my nose. If you decide to, you know, mess around with her, that that alleviates you and her from my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I mean, I personally don't care. I, I do agree with you on that. It's like, 
I mean, if he gonna do it, he gonna do it. If your friend grimy, your friend grimy. I think it comes down to being adults and having that discernment. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's just weird to see the conversation. Like, I personally, like I said, I don't care. My husband has set up, you know, like a desk for my friend. And I'm like, listen, I want to go home and go to sleep. You can go over there and set up that desk. I'm going to go home. Like, so things of that nature. And it, it never bothered me. It's just because I trust my friend that, okay, this is my friend. And I also trust the person that, you know, I committed my life to. It's like... You know, whatever. If they both grind me like that, then like you said, goodbye to both of y'all. Now, I can't say that I would be the adult to be like, oh, I'm probably going to pull up and clear some herb, but you know, what else? Um, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you know, if you at my house, you got to leave because I'm not going to leave my husband. Like, that shit to me is just fucking weird. Right. Um, and it, it screams insecurity. Like you don't trust your fucking relationship. I, I don't know. Like it, like I said, it was weird to see all the people. Like that's the reason why I don't have female friends. Girl, what the fuck is you talking about? I don't. You don't listen, have female I don't friends. Trust, I don't trust people who don't have friends of the same sex. That's weird to me. <laughs> but have you noticed? It's always mostly women that say, "I don't have." That's why I don't have female friends. You rarely ever hear a male say, "That's the reason why I don't have male friends." You're right. You're right. Like, it's just weird. Because it's weird. Like, I don't, I don't, that's the type of woman that you don't trust is once we right. don't have female friends. Like, so you ain't found nobody that you can be in like solidarity with. Nobody that, like, my women friends are real life. Like, they might, they like my person, my soulmates. Like, I don't know what y'all be talking about. Right. The tribe be live over here. Be good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my question is, and it kind of ties into this a little bit, but sort of kind of is, do you or would you be okay with dating someone or getting into a relationship with someone who is not fully divorced? So they may be separated, papers may be filed, et cetera, et cetera, but they are not officially divorced. Would you be willing to be in a relationship with them? Hell no. Um, and I know people like, well, what if they separate? Hell no, because they always had an option of going back. Like just being transparent, when my dad divorced, they first time going through that whole divorce proceeding, guess what they did at the end? They got back together. I mean, whole court, everything, and get back together. So just even because the papers are filed or, oh, we're in the final stages of having it finalized, that does not make them divorced. That does not make them, I guess, free reign for you to be like, okay, well, they're out of their relationship because they're not. Until those papers are signed, they are not. And I don't know if it's every state, but I think here in Tennessee, they even have like a 30-day mediation period where before they go through a divorce they have to be like okay we signed a paper then 30 days it's official so what if they want to rekindle within those 30 days and you just out here stuck no you gotta be fully fucking divorced for me like final final okay so for me i'm gonna say 
I think it depends on where the money reside. Like, if it's a rich, like, if it's people with, like, a lot of income, properties, finances, basically, they got a lot of ties. And knowing how expensive divorce is, how long those proceedings can be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then if they, you know what I'm saying? If they sit down, they basically they're just going through the paperwork of splitting up the assets. They haven't, they don't live in the same house. Cause typically those are the the signs of possible reconciliations. Are they still living in the same house? Are they in constant communication? Do they still fight like they you know what I'm saying? Y'all know when folks are still kind of fooling with each other a little bit. But like if they're just literally going through the motions because you can you know that too like if they're literally it's like business we trying to split these assets decide where the kids gonna go this that and the other and usually that only occurs that's why I said where the money resides because usually that only occurs in high dollar relationships when there's a lot of assets and money to be split outside of that then I'm with you like I'm not going to be a sign up for the messiness because with broke folks, y'all, y'all going to go back and forth. <laughs> y'all be by y'all go back and forth. I ain't doing it. But outside of that, so that's my feelings on that. <laughs> well, have you, if you them broke folks, don't, don't divorce like as long as they people be like, these people don't split. $900 million assets, homes, like oh other rental God. properties, cars, kids in six months. And why is it taking you two years to get divorced and you okay. ain't got no property, no kids, no assets, nothing? What What's wrong? Exactly. <laughs> Red flag. That's why I can't fool with bro folks right there. <laughs> like, what y'all splitting up? What's going on? <laughs> nah, y'all still messing around. I can't fool with you. Still sneaking back, doubling back at night. Exactly. All right. So that is all we have for relationships this week. Let's go ahead and move to new music, books, TV. So I'll start out. Um, I haven't started the book. I did order it from Amazon. I think it just became available um, recently. But it is a Richard Wright book. It's called The Man Who Lived Underground. And it was actually a book that they didn't publish because they were trying to, um, I guess, decrease racial racial tensions, which is like, this is America. But okay. So I am going to start that soon. Okay. And um, I finally got around to watching Without Remorse um, with Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um wasn't a bad movie. I still just don't like his chipmunk cheats. That's just me. Um, but it was a good movie. And just to see the little part where I'm um, at the end where he was talking to where Lauren London was talking about like, you know, this is heaven or something like that. I was kind of touching because I'm like, oh, you know, you think about her nip, but it wasn't a bad movie. Okay. Did you get to see it? So here's the thing. I have Prime and it's been promoing up there. I just wasn't interested in it. It didn't look like my type of flick. Like I wasn't interested in it. To be completely honest, Michael B. Jordan like is hit or miss for me. 
Like I liked him in Creed just because I liked him in Tessa Thompson's chemistry. And but outside of that, I could have kept Creed. You know what I'm saying? Like, so <laughs> I don't know. He he's very hit or miss for me when it comes to that. I liked him in what you know in Black Panther, but I just enjoy Black Panther. So I I don't know. So I wasn't too interested in watching it. I may, you know, it's gonna be on Prime for a while anyway. I may check it out eventually, but right now I ain't jumping to it. <laughs> it's not bad. Like I said, I just don't like his cheeks. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? Oh my gosh, what was that other movie that I watched and we both were like, this is stupid as hell. Can't even think of it. Shit. Oh. What was that? Netflix? Um, Prime? Hulu? I feel like it was on Netflix. And I was like, this movie should have been over so fucking long ago. Oh, the one um, the one with the guy with road rage. I can't think of his oh, shoot. Unhinged. Okay. I don't know if you got a chance. When I say the most waste of time like that I've probably had in a long time watching the movie. This shit probably should have been over in like 20 minutes, but it was such a shit show that we watched it to the end. And we both were sitting there like, this is just fucking stupid. It should have been over 20. This, that was the end of the movie right there. Should have been done and over. She should have caught up on it. That was it. Girl, we just sat and watched the whole damn movie. Listen. And you just saved me from watching that movie, girl. You just <laughs> saved me from watching that movie. Because I did, people was like, oh, it's a good movie. And I was like, is it Girl, really? Oh, what I say, foolish, if you get a chance, like, literally the first 20 minutes, you'd be like, so it was over with right there. Why are we still here? But like I said, we watched the whole thing and complained about it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> if you ain't got nothing to do and you want to see how, you know, mad people can be, I mean, you know, I definitely watch it, but okay. I mean, it ain't nothing that would. All right. Change your Anything life. else? Nope, oh, that is all. All right. So for me on my end, obviously I'm super excited because J. Cole is finally about to drop new album, The Off Season on the 14th. He gave us these two freestyles today. He's in rare form, y'all. Jermaine Cole is in rare form. I'm excited for it. They saying it may be his last album, at least from the little documentary he dropped. He talking like he getting ready to retire. So if this the last we get in the cold, I'm excited for it. So I'm, I'm anticipating that. And also I checked out Pose season three, the final season. It kicked off, I want to say about a weekend ago or two weekends ago. Um, I might have missed last week's episode, but. Um, it started off with two seasons. It's a shortened season. It's the final season. Let me just say, Pose season one was everything. It gave everything. Pose season two, I thoroughly enjoyed. But Pose season three, you can feel the rush in it. They, because like the way that the, it's set up, like this jumping all over time, like it's it's moving too fast for itself. But I will say that I love the introduction of the House of Khan. Um, if you are one of those people who just like to do your research, the House of Khan was a real house. 
Um, you can go look it up on the scene. And baby, they were they were everything. They were ruthless, just as they were depicted on TV. They were ruthless. They were chaotic. They were just everything. I love the energy that they gave. Um, but nonetheless, you know, I love Poe. So I'm going to I started it. So I'm going to finish it, obviously, until the end. I want to see how they're going to play out the storylines. I'm anticipating more people are going to die just because, like I said, the AIDS epidemic during that time was so heavy. Um, so I'm anticipating that we'll probably see some of them who do suffer from the disease pass away, um, which I am not ready for. Um, they touch on the crack epidemic. I mean, it's just so many good things that they're touching on in the season, but they're just moving too fast because, it, again, it is a shortened season. So nonetheless, you know, I love me some pose. So I will continue to watch it to the end. All right. So let's go ahead and move into your rant for the week. So um, my rant for the week is um, just watching, I guess this whole thing with the pandemic unemployment um, where states, officials, governors are basically cutting aid to people um, because they're saying that it's not motivating people to go back to work and there's a shortage on um employees and things of that nature um and I mean just to get on the internet and Facebook and people are congratulating and happy about that not realizing that we just got a report last week that job growth not people being employed job growth is majorly down like as what was they like four hundred thousand or something like that so it's still not enough for everybody. So for you to get on here and be like, yeah, y'all unemployment coming to the end because you don't get unemployment or because you're a frontline worker and your company don't pay you. And that shines more light on, you know, like the wage inequality in this country. It's like you have the CEO of McDonald's and Cigna and all of these other places that are making 14, 15 million dollars a year and on average they may work 20 days a year and your people that are you know front facing that deal with clients every day and we always put you know we had at minimum wage conversations mcdonald's workers when you have nurses aides that make minimum wage mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying I'm like it's just not mcdonald's work or fast food workers there are everyday essential people that are making minimum wage and there's no reason for it. We always have this conversation. Well, that means, you know, the price of things will go up. That's going to happen anyway. Whether you pay the people or not, they still going to bump it up on you just because. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't understand this conversation and the happiness about seeing people resources being cut off, especially in states like Tennessee and Mississippi, where the cap on unemployment is less than $300 a week, no matter how much you make. That's the cap. So you could be like, oh, my employee, you know, employer paid, you know, big money into this for me, my taxes, all of this. And they say like, well, 275 a week. And Tennessee is so fucking crazy with it is, they'll show you what you're supposed to be getting every week. They'll show you, be like, you're supposed to be getting $1,100 every week and be like, but the max is two seventy five. dollars <laughs> Be like, what type of bullshit is this? 
So I'm like, it, I'm not, I, I don't knock people who are like, okay, I need this extra $300 a week because realistically speaking, my children are still at home. And if I go to work, who's going to watch them? So I'm like, it, it, I don't know. I just, I don't like it. Um, I don't like the connotation or the conversation that people have around it where, you know, you want to take the one or two people that you know that's getting over on the system, supposedly. Um, I don't like the conversation where, oh, that's the reason why people are not taking jobs. People are literally not taking jobs because they're shit. They're shit. I'm like, they're, why am I going to work? I ain't got no health, be- health benefits. I can't take a day off without getting wrote up. Can't get sick. Because I'm like a lot of these jobs before COVID, if you get sick, you were fired. Okay. Like just being flat out honest, like you and probably still now, if you ain't get COVID, you fired. So that's the only thing that bought about a little bit of protection. So I'm like, I'm again, I'm not mad. I'm not upset. I'm not mad that I'm considered an essential worker. And there are people that, you know, get unemployment. I'm not mad about that because I think when they looked at the data when COVID first hit, it's 25% of the service jobs that are lost will never be never come back. And with the service uh, service industry being so huge, that's a lot of jobs that would never be bought back that people are out of jobs. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to cry and be like, oh, well, they get extra $600 for six months. Okay. And then after that six months, what? Right. After September with the $300, then what? I'm like, y'all are fucking haters. Like, this shit just sucks to me. That you're a whole human being and you're like, yeah, I don't want another human being to live comfortably. Because somehow... You, I mean, they looks bad on you. I, I don't know. Good so. points. That's just my words. Okay. All right. So obviously we want to hear from you guys. So if you have some opinions on Fallon's rant this week, make sure you drop us a line on the website, prettynerdspodcast.com. And that's nerds with the Z. All right. So. I am going to now jump into the nerd moment of the week. And I got a couple of quick hitters and then a couple of show reviews that I did. So quick hitters, we finally got the um, trailer for Marvel's release of Phase 4. We got some titles for, um, you know, Black Panther 2 is going to be called Wakanda Forever, scheduled for July of 2022. Doctor Strange 2, we've been known as called the Multiverse of Madness. That's scheduled for March 2022. Spider-Man, we know is um, far from home, not far from home. Homecoming, coming, I don't know shit. Something with home in it. (laughs) That's scheduled for December 17th this year. And Black Widow is finally going to be released on July 9th. Obviously, there's many, many more titles in there, including the new Captain Marvel movie. The Eternals movie, et cetera, et cetera. But I wasn't going to go over all those. Y'all can go look at the little trailer for Phase 4 and see the little timeline that they got up there. But nonetheless, Marvel Phase 4 has been released. I'm excited to, pretty much in there, I'm excited for Doctor Strange 2 and Black Panther. 
I want to see what they're going to do with Chadwick. And surprisingly enough, just from the trailer, I kind of, I'm kind of like, I kind of want to see Black Widow. Just a little bit. Because that trailer looked kind of dope. So, kind of want to see it. Um, Outside of that, um, another quick hitter. Moving to the DC side on DC TV Flash um, on the CW, The Flash, both Carlos and Tom, who play um, who play Cisco and Wells, they have officially announced that they are exiting the show this season. So when their contract expires at the end of season seven, they will not be returning. Not surprising. The writing's kind of been on the wall for those two um, in terms of the show, they haven't really done much with either of those characters. Well, with Wells, they just continue to reiterate him every season. We get it. You love Tom Cavanaugh, but his character hasn't really been essential. He could have been gone many seasons ago. And then as for Carlos's character, Cisco, they just haven't done anything with him since they made him get rid of his powers. It was just like downhill from there. So expect it, but nonetheless sad because we do love the two actors who play um, the characters. Now to get to the shows that I watched. So I watched two shows on Netflix. One is called Shadow and Bone and the other one just released. It's called Jupiter's Legacy. So I'm not going to give like too many spoilers just because um, with well with Jupiter's Legacy, it just literally came out over the weekend. So I'm not going to give like any huge spoilers on that. I'll just give you my uh, review for that one. So with Jupiter's Legacy, I will say it starts out very slow. Um, The pacing of the show is very slow. If they get a second season, they need to figure it out how to to pick it up. Because like the whole, I will say that they have like, they're kind of showing how the people, the older superheroes became superheroes. So it's like flashback parts of the episode and then new parts. They could have just completely cut the flashback story. Like, just tell, I don't even really need to see this shit. Just tell me why y'all ain't friends no more. Why y'all ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, cut the black, the flashback shit. Cause like I said, it just moved. The pacing of the show is very slow. Um, outside of that, it's very much reminiscent of the boys in the terms of like soups versus, um, you know, humanity and, and, you know, what would happen if superheroes aren't the 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 goody goodies that we anticipate them to be some of them on the show these soups are very di- vastly different from um on the boys because on the boys all the soups are corrupt and crazy and just bad all together but on this show um they have some that are good some that are bad you know it's a, it's a good mix in there but nonetheless i mean the the that part of it is really similar, fairly similar to the boys. I think the producer or something of that from the boys actually is a part of that show, Jupiter's Legacy as well. So nonetheless, if they get a second season, then they need to pick up the pacing. But I will say it's only like eight episodes, nine, eight. Yeah, like eight episodes, pretty much typical for a Netflix season. It was fairly quick for me to get through it. I got through it in like one day. Um so if you, you know, if you're into that type of stuff, then definitely take a look. Cause I mean, it's worth a look, like it's not a terrible show. It's just slow moving. It moves slow. So, and then shadow and bone that's been out for a couple of weeks now. 
love, 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 love it. Now, when I tell you that's a good show, that is a good show. It was well put together, really good. Um, it's about Grisha. So basically, like, essentially, they are witches. Um, are they're, they're magic? They're born with magic in them. Um, my critique, my two critiques for this show is that one, I wish that they would have some more black folks in there because I really, really want to see a black witch story. Like, let's get some black folks in there. Like black people exist. Okay. I think there's like one black person on this show, um, which is typical for shows like these, but I want to see some more, like, let's get some more diversity in there. But I mean, they do okay because I think the main character I think may be Asian, even though she doesn't technically look Asian, but I think she is of Asian descent. Nonetheless, really, really good show. Her name is Elena. They call her the light bringer. I just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I think that you guys will thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it if you watch it. It was really well put together. The story, the pacing, everything even because they had flashbacks in theirs as well but they fit so well and it's one of those times where you can tell that they really paid it they that they worked with the author of the book um because they you can you can see that they really took their time and took care in making sure that they got the details and the things from the book right um i will say the other thing about it is that it does get a little bit confusing, but once I kind of read um, some backstory on it, I found out that there's these characters in there called the crows. They are essentially, they're, uh, it's, a, it's a trilogy of books. So the second book is about the crows and the first book, Shadow of Bone, is about Elena and Maul and everything like that. And so in this first season, they attempted to kind of cram everybody in to introduce all the characters. So it, it kind of seems disjointed a little bit because the crows kind of seem out of place a little bit, their story anyway. But I get why they did it because again, knowing Netflix, you got to try to throw in everything you can in that first season just in case you don't get a second one or if you do get a second one so people can at least get intro to your characters enough to want to tune in for a second one. So, But it's a really, really good show. So I highly recommend it sit at the house, watch it. It's really good. You'll enjoy it. And yeah, that's it for me as far as the nerd moment of the week. Anything else on your end, Fallon Deanne? Nothing else for me. All right. So per usual, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to the show. Um, we got some really exciting things coming. Finally, we got our shit together, y'all. We got it together. <laughs> <laughs> and so we got some really good things coming for y'all, but I'm not going to reveal it until we get it up so that you guys don't be like what you said don't hold me to it yeah <laughs> anyway all right good night guys good night